Yo, peace and love, family. It's the Hood Psychologist. I'm back at it again with the legendary Nia Queen, and this is the What's Good With You podcast. What's up, Nia? Tell us, how, how was your week? Ah, uh, my week was filled with celebration. Right on. You know, okay. I'm happy to see 25. Yeah, I'm happy. Five. Okay. Yeah, like I, I feel you. like I oh, I'm halfway to 50. Uh, I'm kind of grown. Like, I don't want to say halfway to 50, but, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm coming into my, you know, womanhood. Um, yeah, I had a great time. I got to see my family. I got to see some of my friends. Um, it was good vibes, you know, just I'm really appreciative of, you know, everybody yeah. that, you know, put in time or you know spent time with me for yeah, my birthday you. so yeah you know what's going on with you yeah yeah look like i had a good time uh sure man i had a good i had a good time this weekend too um i'm at i'm at a crazy little transition point right now for my family my mom's she just after 52 years of searching she just found out who her sisters what are wow she got four sisters mm-hmm. she got a brother that passed away last year but her four sisters are still alive and this is like blood sisters we did ancestry wow like we did 23 and me you know and yeah we found one of the cousins and cousins connected us to my mom's sisters and so we've been spending a lot of time with them you know just getting that's home amazing and stuff. so that's we wrote out the bakersfield um shout out to you auntie if you're listening I love you and it's it's been all love. It's been super dope. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So we are gonna get right into it. Our first segment is called Hate to See It. And when I was thinking of this segment, I'm thinking like, oh, you hate to see it. Like, you know, people get annoyed when they see this or maybe it's something that bothered them or stuck with them during mm-hmm. the week and you know, it could either do with, you know, pop culture social media mental illness you know we're we're not gonna limit everything like to mental illness um so this week um well i should say last week last friday um black panther chadwick boseman hate to see it oh man hated to see that he he passed away and he was only 43 years old he was battling with cancer right? colon Colon cancer cancer. for four years and didn't say nothing about it like kept it it kept it on the low kept it on the low he dealt with it in silence um but ah man it just really it really hit me because it's like this is a young black man and it's like life can be gone in a flash flash man hold on to your loved ones people oh man it's just so it's really sad and it's like you know to see his journey just his professional journey like you know he went to howard university it's hbcu mm. to come from that to you know one of the biggest movie stars in the world yeah not yeah. even in the black community not in america in Man. the world D- did you see that he he intentionally like chose roles that was going to be difficult for him yeah I, he, he he was really big on integrity yeah so he wouldn't do roles that was like the drug dealer or mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. the pimp he wouldn't do those Man. type of roles he he wanted you know he wanted to do meaningful roles i think that's why he did all those you know thurgood marshall and james brown yeah. Yeah. and um jackie robinson mm-hmm. and um you know I, I was talking to my therapist about it. I was just like, I don't understand why I'm so sad. Like, I knew this man. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. and it seems like everybody else has, like, moved on from it on social media. But mm-hmm. I'm still, mm-hmm. like, I'm still sad because it's like, 
he represents you know it's like yep. what he represents is so big in yep. itself yep. i don't think it's yep. more so the person mm-hmm. but like what he represented mm-hmm. and the example that he gave you know young black men young black Man. children um having that you know superhero figure that's black not black but he was african in the movie yeah. you know yeah. and was smart uh, and everybody was smart you know it was just a very inspirational you know movie it was inspirational he was an inspirational person and it's just really sad that um you know we lost him you know you know i think some people get to a a certain like status in society where you look at them and you think like you don't even you you don't think this person can die right right? like they're like they're untouchable you know like nip it was the same thing with nip yeah like he reached that level with you know being able to whatever acting the roles he chose especially with the black panther like they reached a certain level to where it was like you deaf never crossed your mind you thought right. like for me for me and myself i thought i was going to be able to see chad chadwick chadwick bozeman chadwick bozeman that's a <laughs> yeah. mouthful for me i thought i was going to be able to see, i just call him black panther yeah you could call him black <laughs> yeah. panther I thought I was going to be able to see and experience his movies for the rest of my life. Right. Like, real life. Like I, Denzel. I, like, you know, Denzel's older yeah, now. We got to see him you know, progress from a young man to, you know, an older man. Yeah. And I thought, you know, he for was on that same, life. he was on that same uh, road too. Most but yes, it's, a, it's unfortunate, but that's why I felt like my birthday was very special to me. Cause it, like I found out a couple days before my birthday and it's mm-hmm. just like, every day is a gift. Every day is a gift. And I feel like Chadwick, he he knew that. He knew that every day was a gift. He knew that, you know, any minute he could pass away. And so he did as much as he could in that short amount of time. Those four years. Those are like when his best movies came out. I didn't think about that. You know? He had he had an agenda. Right. He had an agenda. He 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 had a purpose. Exactly. He's like, if I wake up today, like I'm gonna I'm gonna accomplish something. I'm gonna do something. It's like Everybody can learn from Wow, that. isn't it crazy to to wake up every day knowing you're gonna change the world? The world, like with those with those right. roles he played, right? He knew he was gonna. But he also changes. woke up every day knew that he might pass away. Man, so it's like that's what that gave him, you know, even more motivation. So Man. you know, he he was a gem. He was a gem, and For it's sure. like we need more. We need more black male role models like him, For honestly. Sure. And sure. Um, I hope that you know. His legacy inspires, you know, everybody, mm-hmm. not just black people. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, for me personally, like, um, I never, I never really even been too big on superhero movies, mm-hmm. you know, Marvel, DC. My my favorite character was uh was uh, Green Lantern because mm-hmm. he's the only black superhero that I had seen. Right. I just recently found out like. Green Lantern was white first. Yeah. But once Black Panther dropped, and I know it's been like a whole backstory to him, but once that movie dropped, I was like, oh, it's easy now. I don't even got to choose who my favorite. Exactly. Is. It's like, it's already here for you. Like black, I'm black, I'm rocking with Black Panther. Exactly. You know? I don't care what other superpowers any other other superheroes got. I'm a Black Panther fan. Yeah, you know I, I'm a I'm a big superhero fan. So I I knew about Black Panther coming out. Before, like, before, before the masses yeah, knew, you know, I, like uh, when when um, Civil War came out, which was the Captain America movie, okay. he was in that. Oh, he was in it, and like I saw him, I was like, oh, it's dope. they gotta give him a movie. Yeah. Then I, they was like, oh, they, they're doing the movie in 2018. I was like, yes, you yeah. know, it just meant so yeah. much to me. I think that's yeah. why it's affecting me more because, like, I'm I am a superhero, you know, 
person and I'm into movies. I'm into Marvel. I've yeah. seen like all the Marvel movies. Man. So it's just like, wow, we had this great actor who was Man. really embodying what T'Challa, you know, the king of um, Black Panther. Yeah. He was really embodying it in his everyday life. So it's just like, oh, I love this. Um, hey, think think about think about what it means to be a a young black kid or a young, a young black man or a young black girl. And you know, growing up, we didn't have no yeah, black we didn't superhero. we didn't have none. We didn't, and you know what I'm saying? That's right. like the everyday reality of being black in America. It's like mm-hmm. the people in the prominent um, positions of power they don't look like us, right? But kids nowadays. Got right. a superhero that they can say is black. Right. Like, I saw my little cousins playing with Black Panther toys man. last night. And I was just like, oh, man, like, they can just crazy. go to the store. I want the Black Panther. Isn't like, they know that the, the superhero looks like them, has the mm-hmm. hair like them, has mm-hmm. the skin like mm-hmm. them. It's like, we yep. didn't have that. And yep. it's just, oh, man, it... Ah oh, man, let's let's just we we gonna we gonna end on that. Hate to see it. Hate, Hate to see it. that. Yeah. Rest wow. in peace. Rest, rest in, in power. Peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Um, Black Panther. We gonna get into our our meat and potatoes mm-hmm. of this episode, and it's our segment is called "Let's Keep It Real." This segment is when both of us we're gonna talk about a topic. Um, sometimes it's like mental illness. Sometimes it's just emotions, how we deal with certain things that's going on in the world. Um, but you know, this is the meat and potatoes. We're going to really get deep. We're going to really get real. Um, and so for our first episode, our first real episode, we're going to be talking about 2020 trauma because what? (laughs) 2020, like, like you said, throw who? the whole year away. 2020, who? What? I don't know. Can can we just that. skip? Can we just fast forward? Like, hey, I don't I, even want to go to 21. Let's just like, go like 25. <laughs> <laughs> I only want to go forward if it's gonna get better because 2020 just. I feel like that's the perfect word to describe 2020 is traumatic. 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 Just you from can't, you from can't from the that. first month from from yeah. January. When when Kobe Bryant passed away, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Like when I Kobe said, Bryant, you reached that status, and you're immortal. You never, come on, man. Like how? How do you even fathom? Like you know, he, what? he died in a helicopter crash. Like I took a personal, I took a personal hit on that because the, the, my very first Kobe game, I was never a Kobe fan. Mm-hmm. Right when I first started really watching basketball, and knowing what it was, LeBron had came into the league. Right, so I was watching all LeBron, LeBron, right. LeBron. Mm-hmm. I never took the time to sit down and watch a Kobe Bryant game until his last game, and this dude went for sixty. I was like, bro, this is what I've been missing my whole Amazing. life. <laughs> he's 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 like superhuman, exactly yeah. like. No other player was like him. This so it's like, you think he's invincible. You think he's unstoppable. And just, you know, for him to die so suddenly. Hey, another black Because he black wasn't even, hero. like, he wasn't even sick. He wasn't even, you know, he's this healthy, you know, I think it was like 41, 42 yeah. at the time. Yeah. And it's just like, when that happened, I feel like L.A. was crying. Like, just. The whole world. The whole crying. world. The, the whole, whole world was crying. crying. But, like, L.A., it was it was even gloomy that day. It was like you uh, that? it was you cloud. That? Yes, yeah, it was gloomy that? that day, and I was just mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I couldn't even. Sad. The li- nature was sad. Right? Yeah, like the world was sad, and just my mood. I was just like, oh man, his daughter. 
his daughter was in there too like she didn't even get a chance to live life you know and she was in there too all the other it was a lot it was other girls in there too other teenagers in there that it's like they never get a chance to experience life and it's just every time like a celebrity dies it's just like I don't know why I think about like my own mortality like mm-hmm. dang so how much time do I really have yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a re- how much it's time a do I reality. nobody knows it's a real reality like you Kobe wasn't thinking oh I'm gonna get on this you know I'm, I'm scared he he rides helicopters all the time mm-hmm. this is normal mm-hmm. for him so and we do dangerous shit yeah, yeah okay. keep it real let's keep da- it real we do, don't we it's do okay. dangerous shit like not even thinking about it like we be driving I be I be gassing like sometimes I, mean, I be lane swerving yeah. like this is this is my this life. is reckless this exactly is, <laughs> this is my life but man. that's that's the thing like when when stuff like this happens it makes you you know reevaluate like okay maybe I need to be more careful yeah, yeah. maybe I need man. to not just be so reckless mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know because we t- we take life for granted man, especially cool. people our age. Oh, for sure. We, we, we take for life sure. for granted. Yep. And it's like, even, I would say the biggest example right now is, you know, we're we're in a pandemic. Coronavirus is still real, still here. Wear even though, mask, people. Wear you mask. know, people think Don't that it's not me. real. And, Don't you know, I, 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 I will admit to myself, I, I didn't really believe the hype at first. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I was happy to be working from did, home. Did you catch it? Did you catch it? I don't think so. I, I never got tested because I've heard a lot of things about test, but you know, we're not going to talk about testing and all that, but just being in a pandemic, um, I've seen like, you know, my parents watch the news all day and they get anxious and they, they're like, no, you can't do this. No, no. Make sure you wear your mask. No, 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 no. And I'm like, I can't sit there and watch the news all day and see about all these people dying. Like they have on the news, the death, the death toll, toll. and it yeah. just like it just goes up and it's just like these yeah. are people's lives mm-hmm. these are not just numbers and hey, you know a lot of times when we think about death we just think about that person but like what about the family behind right that? like you know how many how many tears are shed behind one person's death like a lot man. yeah yeah it's, it's just like having to cope with this mystery disease that came out of nowhere and it's like, what, you know, you get anxiety from that. You get anxious, mm-hmm. like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, should I go outside? Like, yep. should I do this? Yep. Should I do that? Yep. And I feel like yep. our generation or just the younger generation, you know, they've been condemning us on the news. Like, they, they've had, they're having parties. They're doing this. But it's just like, I feel like, <laughs> I, I'll say that I feel like, People our age aren't coping well with this pandemic, and they have to get out the house. Yeah, we ain't. We ain't because well you know, my parents are like my aunts. They'll be like, "Why are you going out? Why are you not staying in?" But it's like I, I kind of feel like some people really can't. That's right. They really can't yeah. be inside. Right. They really can't. Um, you know, just sit still. They can't do it because then hey. they're forced to think about all the bad stuff that has happened this year. Yeah. And, uh, um, so the they gotta go out. It's the safest place for somebody, right? Other people think it is it exactly, exactly. And it's like a lot of people, especially young people, are dealing with, you know, the even the trauma of like losing your job and yeah. not having job security, not having money. I know a lot of my peers and um, you know, people on social media got laid off. Yep. You know, 
or if they work at a bar or a restaurant, they they got laid off got laid too. Off, like yeah. you know, hours reduced. Yeah, hours got reduced. Sometimes right. So it's like when you like tell us we we can't work, we're we're. We might catch this disease Like we, we have to face All of our emotions About it And everything Like of course If somebody says Oh yeah I'm throwing A little party A little kickback it's They like gonna go like, Exactly Right <laughs> Especially I'll say For me Like living at home I was like Oh this ain't gonna work <laughs> All of us In the house right here Okay Every, no. hold on. Everybody's in the house Everybody's though. in the house <laughs> But But it's like you're forced to deal with your parents when you like when you live with your parents you're forced to really deal with them Mm -hmm. in this pandemic and it's like maybe like you said maybe the home is not the safest place for them or maybe they can't have peace of mind in their home so um you know they're unable to get through it and they gotta go out they gotta do something they gotta go to the beach at least they gotta you know i'll i'll say i'm guilty of um working out i mean that's not necessarily a bad thing but like that's something that's been my coping mechanism mm-hmm. for how i'm getting through this pandemic yeah. i have to go to my workouts three times a week Got if i don't work. i'm like oh oh i gotta do something you know like mm-hmm. i just feel like i need to be active because yeah. i'm not gonna just sit in the house Most and just definitely. you know no but that's real though that it's so real that the house is not always the safest place for people because i remember i was like 19 working in the warehouse at under armor and it was like it was like a hundred and something degrees outside, and so when you inside the trucks, it's like one twenty in there. Mm. But one of my co- I was devastated. I was like, bro, I'm ready to go home. I need to go to my bed. It's, mm-hmm. This is too much. I need some water or something. Um, but one of my coworkers, he was a Hispanic dude, and he was in there just like everything was normal. Like he he was smiling, laughing, joking. Right. And I'm like, bro, I do not want to laugh about no hyena, whatever you calling that girl. It ain't funny to me right now, bro. Like, why are you even laughing right mm-hmm. now? I'm like, don't you want to be home? And he like, honestly, bro, like work is the safest place for me. Like, right. I, I don't enjoy being home. Like, right. I'd rather be here all day. Right. That's the rea- that's the reality that people we need. Think they about. they need breaks sometimes from the people in their homes. That's like a twelve hour break for him. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you're in quarantine, uh, it's just like it could cause arguments. And it's like, you can't go nowhere. Man. You can't go out after this argument. You got to sit here and deal with it. <laughs> um, but what else has been very, you know, hard in this pandemic or very traumatic is, you know, the killing of unarmed black men. And man, you got cold. now, now see, this is this has been going on. Right. If right. you're if you're a black person, you know, Facts. this has been going on. But in a pandemic, it's like we're all on social media. We're all watching TV. We're not at work. We're all at home. So we have to see this over and over and over again. Literally see it. Like see it. And I'm like, I was. I'd be disgusted when I see black people dying on camera. Yeah, like, like why is that normal? When when George Floyd, when the George Floyd video came out. I couldn't even watch it. I knew because you already know before you see the video what it's about. Right. And it's like, I can't even get through it. I don't want to see this man die. I don't want to see it. And it's like, you know, I, I it was hard for me to deal with it. It was really hard for me to deal with it to the point where, like, I would avoid it a lot. And, um, you know, in therapy, my therapist was just like, how do you feel about it? And I'm like, why are you bringing this up? I didn't bring it up. You know, I kind of got mad because it's like, that's sensitive to me. And it's like, no matter how many videos I see 
I'm still gonna feel a type of way. I'm still gonna feel sad. Um, but I learned to allow myself to feel sad. Yeah. Sometimes I need to watch it just so I could get that emotion out, just so I could get that cry out. Because some yeah, obviously I cry. I shed a tear most definitely. Yeah, like, watching it, I, I cried harder on the inside than I did on the outside. But I definitely shed a tear. Like any any time I see those type of videos, I'm like, dang, bro, this is really heartfelt. Like could, that could be me. Right. Like walking outside, I really feel like at this point, walking outside. It's like when I, I was explaining to somebody when when you when I, I do poetry right now, mm-hmm. you know I go and perform in front of hundreds of people, and when you get on stage, you like a little nervous. You, right. you always got that internal nervousness. Rather uh-huh. you don't show it on the outside, you feeling it on the inside. Mm-hmm. And the re, the reality that black men, black women are living in today is we walking outside nervous, like we don't know. On edge. I got pulled over the other day, mm. Bruh, This cop had me so paranoid because. I, I ain't got my tags right now You know I ain't trying to go up there To the DMV Just break that bread Pandemic Everybody You could do it through blah, the blah, mail blah, blah, But blah, that's blah, neither blah, here nor there tried, Go ahead I, I Tell tried, your story I tried, <laughs> I tried. They, they sent it back to me oh, okay. What I did was I wrote my My uh, insurance on a piece of paper Like I didn't send the card in It was like Oh nah, yeah They said they need real Yeah let me see the real stuff Yeah Nah but So he pulled me over Cause my tags You know And I told myself If I get pulled over I'm just showing You know I got insurance And uh-huh. I'm showing what they sent me But the Copy coming to my car, you white dude. He like, uh, you know why I pulled you over, right? I'm like, nah. Then he looked at me like he did, like a, he scrunched his face up. He was like, I know you. I was like, oh hell no. Nah. What you mean? Wait, how did he know you? I was like, hell no, nah. because in my head, automatically, I thought like he had a bad experience with a black guy that looks just like me, oh, and now he thinks I'm like this he had guy. a vendetta or something. You feel me? Because. Yeah. Cops pull so many people over. Like, mm-hmm. if you remember somebody's face, y'all must have, you know, something must have happened. Right. Mm-hmm. He was like, I know you. I was like, nah, bro. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I was like, I just got back from Kansas last uh-huh. year. I ain't been pulled over yet. Yeah, it's my first mm-hmm. time getting pulled over. He was like, nah, you lying. I, I, I remember your face. He was like, uh, over on the east side. And I'm like, nah, bro, I'm telling you, I just came back from, from Kansas from school. He was like, yeah, Kansas, Kansas Street. I'm like, the state of Kansas, bro. Uh-huh. I just came back from this. I'm arguing with him about my identity at this point. Uh-huh. And I'm like, black people is out here getting killed. Right. Marked off. You was probably nervous. I'm yeah. Ner- yeah, I'm shaking. Yeah. Like, literally, my yeah. hands, my, I got paper, I got my ID in my paper, man. I'm shaking. Like, you know, I'm really nervous uh-huh. because this dude, it, this cop, he's mm-hmm. identifying me as somebody that I feel like he had a problem with. That's why right. he remembered. Yeah. And that's why he's so pressuring like mm-hmm. you feel me but then the other cop you know he was running my id and everything and everything checked out and i'm like yeah bro i, I put my hands up. i'm like look man so what did he end up saying like so i'm gonna tell you oh. I, I put my hands up i put my hands up like look bro i'm like i don't know who you think i am but i just i just came back from school from kansas i just graduated last year this is my first time getting pulled over out here uh-huh. and so the other cop came back he was like oh yeah he's good and then he was like oh okay here just go get that taken care of right walked off and, and that oh I hate that walked off he didn't they say don't, they don't apologize at all come on he didn't they say, don't apologize didn't say, at you all you know what I had you mistaken my bad mm-hmm. he literally looked at the I looked at the cop cop was like yeah he's good he was like he tapped my car twice pop pop alright peace out and I'm sitting there like 
And you were you were, exactly you were traumatized yeah. in that moment because like, you've Whoa. seen all these videos of these black unarmed Man. men getting killed, Man. and it's like this cop is trying to say, "Oh, I know you from somewhere. Yeah, you was on the east side." Man. Like, no, 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 no. Man, I, 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 I'm, I, I didn't do anything. And and you know, I disagree with the people that's that's like. Oh, well, just be compliant. Just be nice. Just be. It doesn't even matter if you're yeah. nice. And it doesn't even matter if you matter comply. If you, it don't matter if you comply. It don't matter if you're nice. And also, that is another man. Like you're a man yourself. You're right. a woman yourself. So you, I don't care what type of uniform you got on. I don't care if you're a doctor. I don't care if you're a lawyer. You're not just gonna be able to come at me any type of way. Right. And me have to be, you know, exactly. oh, defenseless. Like nah. Especially if it's my identity. Right. Like you telling me I'm lying, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. But I have I have like similar reactions um, to, you know, cops. Because when I lived in Virginia, mm-hmm. like when I was in college, I used to get pulled over all the time. Yeah. And out here, I don't really get pulled over that much. But like even when when I saw a cop's lights flashing behind mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. I, I tense up. Yeah. I start shaking. Most and definitely. it's like me, myself. I've never had a bad experience with a cop, but since I've seen all these videos, it's Uh like that trauma has Mm -hmm. followed me into Mm -hmm. my real life. And like, you know, normally they say like, when you diagnose somebody with PTSD, it's like, it has to happen to somebody close to you or has to happen to you. But it's like, I don't know these people on social media that have died, but it still affected me. Like it's Mm -hmm. still it's giving me anxiety whenever a cop pulls up behind me yeah. and um i just start shaking and you know some people in my family have had some very traumatic experiences with cops and you know guns put being mm-hmm. pulled on mm-hmm. them and it's like they're good people like they're church people they're you yeah. know students and yeah. it's like these are the most least harmful people you could think of mm-hmm. and the cops are pulling guns on them so what are they going to do with me man so yeah i mean the way that I cope with it is sometimes you do have to unplug from social media. No, that's facts. You, you have that's to facts. you have to turn it off sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like that week when the protest was like at an all time high, I want to say like the beginning of June. Mm-hmm. I had to just delete my social media because yeah, it's just it like yeah. all I see is death yeah. of people who look like me. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't did, I can't look at that over and over and over again. You like get that reaction, like again. Exactly. Again. Again. And it's like, how am I supposed to feel? And um, I was actually looking up on like the effects of trauma. Mm-hmm. And one of them is numbness. Yeah. And I feel like yep. that's how some of us deal yep. with it. Yeah. It's like we that's become facts. numb to it because it's like we wouldn't even be able to handle if we really, you know, let our emotions show each time we saw somebody getting killed. We wouldn't be able to bear it. So we just become numb to it. And it's sad that we see it that much to the point where we have to become numb to it. So even 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 speaking of uh, coming numb to it, like a lot of the black and brown community we living in underserved, you know, low income type Mm -hmm. of areas, which typically draws, you know, gang members, the hood, drugs, Mm -hmm. guns. We. You got so many stressors, you start beefing with people that look like you, right? Right. And so you, all your life growing up, you seeing your homies dying. Right. You seeing your cousins going to jail for life. You right. People are disappearing from your life, mm-hmm. right? And it's normal to become numb to it. 
Right. It's just a part of the hood. It's just a part of the streets. Right. So then you start to see, okay, police is even killing black people. Now. Right. It's like, yeah. So I've, I've talked to some of my homies that still live in the hood. They like, man, bro. It I is mean, what it is. I've been seeing my, sometimes. You feel me? My brother dead. Like, right. Me personally, my best friend passed away when I was 21 years old mm. on some hood shit. So it's like, man, it's it's like it's just it, like it, yeah. like you said, a part of dealing with trauma and being exposed to a traumatic situation is just being numb. Yeah, and, and sometimes too, people use other things to numb themselves from facts. the trauma. That's facts. Like, I, swear. I don't want to, you know, point out anybody specific, but I know a lot of black males who smoke weed. Yep. You know, and it's like they smoke weed on a daily basis, uh, and it's like. Uh, that's how they cope Like they think Oh you can't get addicted to weed It's fine It's like It's not the weed That you're addicted to It's the It's the pain Behind it You're trying to numb the pain Whether that's with Weed Whether that's with alcohol Whether that's with women That's facts You're, you're numbing You're numbing You're not allowing yourself to feel And um, I think that It's it's okay to be numb sometimes Cause it, you know Sometimes we just have to be numb to deal with it yeah. but sometimes we need to take care of ourselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we need to take care of ourselves mm-hmm. that's how you properly mm-hmm. cope you have to do self-care stuff mm-hmm. whether that's i mean for women maybe that's you know getting your nails done or you know taking a long bath or you know yeah. reading a good yeah. book you have to take care of yourself because you know that the, the police brutality that stuff is still gonna be here yeah it's still gonna happen yeah so it's like we gotta take care of ourselves to get through that um i mentioned before like how i work out to get through it what's some of the things that you do to like deal with it or get through it um i write i write so i'm a poet i'm a songwriter um i sit down and i i find i find a sanctuary in a pen and the paper right okay. it's like a and, and the actual act of writing it not typing it into my phone because i'm using technology but actually feeling your hand gliding across the paper and right you're just sitting there in your own silence mm-hmm. i'd rather you put a beat on or something like that's your own sense of safety right there you know what i'm saying it's like ain't nobody take this from me there's people out there that's willing to take my life but me behind this pen can't right nobody can take that yeah, away can't from nobody you take these talents yeah. away from me you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I write. It's um, almost like journaling too. Journaling. Yeah, yeah that's what it's I'm like saying. It's like the same thing. But yeah. actually, so so I, I want to put an emphasis on actually putting a pen because we got all these phones, we got right. iPads and stuff. Yeah. It, it it's not the same. It's yeah, not the same it's not the same as pen and paper. Write. Yeah, when you actually write, it's mm-hmm. more therapeutic. Like especially once you start getting deep into your writing, you gonna start feeling a pen, even feeling different in your hand. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just the yeah. emotion of it. Um, that's one thing I do. I also work out. I work out a lot, um, but that that's 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 a coping mechanism. Uh, mechanism coping mechanism. Coping mechanism. It's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that, that, it that's is a how mechanism. you cope. With yeah, it, it is a mechanism, it, yeah. but it's also just like you know, I, I, I want to look good for myself to be able to. Because that's also a coping mechanism. Every time I look in the mirror, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If I tell myself, if I'm giving myself some positive affirmation, right. I'm like, yeah, I look good. Yeah. Look cool. this is, right. This Taking is, care of your body yeah. is is a a good way to, it's a good way of self-care. Mm-hmm. You know, eating mm-hmm. healthy, mm-hmm. Uh, working out, that's going to make you, make your body feel better, which in return makes you feel better. Nope. Um, so yeah, I get what you're saying. Most I get what definitely. you're saying on that. Um 
Did you want to go into our next segment? Yeah. Did you want to yeah. introduce that? Most definitely. So we're going to close it out with our last segment. It's time to change your life. This is a piece that we'll be bringing to y'all every episode. And it's going to be me, HP, with a spoken piece of spoken word or motivational tips that I can give to you for the day. Um, I'm going to try to make it relate to the topics that we're talking about. But today I got a poem that I had written. Um, and I performed it at different rallies and whatnot. But I most definitely want to leave it with you guys because I think it aligns uh, with our podcast. So here we go. Cut the beat. D- DJ Nia Queen, cut the beat. <laughs> I'm going to cut the beat for you. There you go. <clears throat> My heart began to beat outside of my body, my skin, underneath eyeballs that resembled the closest thing to Ku Klux Klan pitchforks, pre-civil rights movement. My throat began to develop apraxia as every word of every syllable became more and more difficult to pronunciate, probably because your knee is on my neck and I can't breathe my mouth home to the next ice age my mind determined to deliver my message my memories afraid they won't make it home to my wife my future whispers the possibility of it not coming to pass to my ears my ancestors punched me in the chest and told me young king man the fuck up my mother Reminded me that no matter what, she'd always be my number one fan. My spirit now on 10. My fight ready to drop American atomic bombs on anyone's China. A disrespect. My soul forces me to say keep the love and the peace at the end of my words. But my love, my love knows it has no home here. Yeah, my peace keeps telling me to turn the other cheek only to get my dumb ass popped again. My building for thousands of years, they only teach you about the last 400. Bronze bomber, what's understood doesn't need to be explained. Go Google that shit. My face, now the hallmark of confusion. My emotions, now in question. I mean, geez golly, like, why is he so angry? As if I'm the one that's messed up. As if I wasn't built under a system that hasn't forced me to be this way. You see my truths, my speech tells the only truth this society allows me to believe. Y'all, my people. My people are trained to think in colorless answers. My race is not supposed to matter. My truths are not supposed to be told. But my pride, my black African pride is screaming, man, y'all got me fucked up with my chest inhaling and exhaling so much it looks like i'm pop locking my vision sees white faces complimented by white smiles my ears now picking up sony waves the man in the front row whispers to his wife and says see honey i told you all black people act this way they're ghetto and arrogant and they love and kill themselves over street blocks that don't even have the ability to love them back i mean don't they know they're all redlined anyway? Grandpa on the back says, shit. My daddy would have been put the whip to that nigger's back. I almost lost my purpose. They say when you get mad, you black out. Well, black people have been so traumatized in America. When we get mad, we see red, white, and blue. When we get mad, we see blue police uniforms and handguns. When we get mad, we see white blankets covering innocent black bodies. When we get mad, we see the red blood of our brothers and sisters plastered across our faces i'm not sure 
I'm not sure how much longer the rocks of my resiliency can keep getting crashed by oceans of hate, systematic racism, discrimination. I'm not even sure if we are one nation because that's justice and liberty for y'all. But a brother, a brother's still over here fighting for his freedom, dog. Keep the love and the peace. HP. Okay. Okay. For the vibes, for the vibes. That went perfectly with what we talked about today. And um, thank you. Most thank definitely. you for that. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our very first episode of What's Good With You. What's good um, with you? Please leave comments, subscribe to us, and um, follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram is um, underscore what's good with you. And that's two underscores before mm-hmm. what's good with you. And our email is what's good with you 313 at gmail.com. Please, if you have any, you know, topics that you want yep. us to talk about, any questions that you want us to talk about in our episode, um, please submit that because we really want to interact with you guys. Mm-hmm. And um, we really want your voice to be heard. We want to talk about stuff that's relevant to us. So, you know, feel free to interact with us on social media or through email. Please. Um, thank you. Most definitely. Hey, keep the love and the peace. We'll see what's good with y'all next week.